Right, commencing episode number 128. That's a really nice round number, isn't it? If, if you're a no-bullshit person, you're going to have a hard time at school and you're not going to fit very well in most companies. I could quit this job. I could find a job in Silicon Valley that would pay me four times as much. But so what? I would not enjoy it because of the other things. I was just trying to you know, show you my point and sell you the college. Um, I, I, I'm a pretty good salesman, but this sale didn't go through. Hello, I'm Radek. I'm Michael. And this is The Podcast. A sounding board for interesting ideas and insights. We discuss books read I want to share with you. As well as technology and productivity, which is what we do by day working on our app, Nosby. Or whatever else comes to mind. So we're continuing with the theme of annual review, thinking about your life, reviewing last year, planning for yep. uh, the best 2018 ever. Well, ever. the best 2018 ever. That's... Yeah, that, that is going just to one, happen so, no matter what. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, well, <laughs> best... Okay, so let's do, use the Michael Hyatt thing. Best year ever. So to make your best year ever. <laughs> ever, ever. Yes. Uh, and uh, once again, if you haven't listened to the uh, the, pre- the last week's episode, I highly recommend it. Uh, we also highly recommend episode number 82, when uh, where we discussed last year how we do our annual reviews in the first place. And uh, last week we discussed uh, a way to better structure your goals for the year, either as burst projects that are sort of um, short duration, but high intensity, sort of maximizing thing, or a few uh, keystone habits that need to be as consistent as possible, but not necessarily maximized, and to try to avoid um, sort of continuous, stretched out, long projects, more details in last week's episode. But even if you know how to structure the, the goals, uh, the plans for the year, the question is which plans you choose in the first place? What gets in on the list and what does not? Yeah, uh, so you're basically asking what ticks and what motivates us, right? Like what pushes us forward, right? Yeah, exactly. Let's, let's sort of talk about the, the basics, the, the principles, uh, the values, we hold, um, and <laughs> this is sort of a a, 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 a strange thing uh, because we think that you know all all of us think that we know ourselves and we understand us, ourselves, and based on that we uh, decide on what we want to do, what what plans are we going to set out to do. But then in, in practice, oftentimes it, it turns out that, you know, maybe we we don't, when planning, when deciding to do things, we show that we don't have a full insight into ourselves. Uh, and so a an exercise I, I did last week while, re, while planning 2018 is I was thinking about uh, my values, about, about things that are particular to me. Right, the things I care about, the things I value, the things that are true to me, my traits, uh, just just things that are going to define how I respond to different projects, what's going to excite me, what I'm going to end up dreading, um, and and then the sort of anti-values, things that I am not, things I don't care about, things I do not want. Um, and it sort of it it seemed silly when I started, but it had again a a surprisingly clarifying effect. Uh, things I, you know, I, I I 
wrote it out, not just thought about it, but wrote out my values, anti-values based on what I know about myself. And then having the list as my template, I was looking at the list of ideas for goals, projects, directions for 2018. And I realized that many of them, while sounded important, sort of, or exciting, sort of, when I um, compared them to what I am like actually, what I want actually, what ends up exciting me in reality and not in theory, some of them had to go. Yeah, I haven't done this exercise yet, but you motivated me to start listing these things. And and you're right, there are things that I totally, you know, that make me wake up at night, uh, in the morning, like, and really, you know, move me forward. And there are things that just completely frustrate me and, you know, just you know, give me this sense of like, no. Yeah. And it's, it's worth recognizing once, like you have to know thyself to, to make good decisions and good plans. And sometimes we forget about what we know about ourselves and make stupid decisions that we regret or, or are angry, are guilt, feeling guilty that we didn't accomplish something. While in reality, maybe it's not something that we wanted to do in the first place. We just sort of ended up doing it because it seemed like the right thing to do. So the idea is is not to list things, you know, that are just statements you agree with, things that are universal truths, things that read like they're out of a horoscope, that everybody will nod their heads because it seems important, it seems right. It's it's a sort of societally, um, it, it, it's a value that's universal to society. It, it's the point is to list things that are particular about you. I have a story that uh, when I was uh, finishing college, I had a, I had, a, I was doing web development, and I had um, a client who asked me to do their website, and it was, it was the thing I was doing back then, and I decided to, to of course, do their website, and it was one of the best paid projects to date for me so i was like you know i'm gonna earn so much money doing this you know easy website so it's gonna be fun and mm-hmm. then they asked me to do some um flash animations on the website uh, flash is a technology that is already gone but it used to be popular in the first decade of the 2000s so um i decided you know i can learn anything so i'm gonna learn this thing and i'm gonna learn the flash thing and i'm gonna learn photoshop thing and i'm gonna just be uh, good at this so it was this period of my time when I learned that like, like cursing every two or three minutes, uh, <laughs> you know, was, was this thing that um, explained to me that any amount of money is not going to justify so much cursing. Like yeah. if I hate what I'm doing, like whatever they throw at me, what kind of, you know, I just don't want to do it. I just want to go away. So I learned that the hard way, that not always the paycheck is the only thing, but also I learned that I don't want to be doing this. <laughs> I can be doing all the other things, but not that. Yeah. And it was a very good insight. All right, uh, so let's just right, jump right into it. I, I have uh, six uh, values, things I care about that I listed. And the first one is intellectual stimulation. Creativity, uh, in other words, maybe, uh, that if, if that uh, suits you better. Uh, that's sort of... One of the pillars of my sort of joy and contentment um, uh, in in life, it just makes me feel alive to create, to for my brain to be tickled in a funny way when I, for example, when I start learning Spanish. Uh, like it's just when I when I do something that's intellectually stimulating, 
I feel really, really good. And, you know, uh, that's one thing that that is particular about me. Like, everybody, to some extent, I guess, uh, likes intellectual stimulation. Um, but um, few people would list it in their top three or, or top six. And, and to me, I just realized about myself that to me that is really uh, important that for example I wouldn't want to do I would never want to do a job that would feel boring uh, and, and not not because boredom is bad but because intellectual stimulation is what makes me feel alive what makes me feel really good about myself I want to continue and makes me want to wake up at uh, you know early in the morning relatively early morning that's why when you started uh, learning Spanish or contemplating learning Spanish, I knew that if we push the right buttons in you, you're going to just <laughs> go with it. I didn't assume you oh, would man. just like do it in two months or something. But um, but I knew that if I push the right buttons, I mean, not not that I get the credit, but, you know, if, you know, the environment, the thing pushes uh, the right buttons, uh, you will move forward. And you did. So, yeah, it was it was kind of this this scene from Matrix. This is the sound of inevitability. <laughs> <laughs> you say that a lot, a lot on the podcast. You know that. I love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, number two is tranquility. So for me, the the sense of calmness, satisfaction, a sort of an internal sense of safety, security, lack of fear, stress, worries, uh, the, the the sense that no matter what, things are fine, uh, is very important to me. Uh, it's just the way my brain is is wired to me. Uh, that's super important. And, and again, um, w- when listing values, it's about things particular to you. Those are things that almost everybody would nod their heads at, uh, but so, but many people are more more willing to live in stress. For example, uh, they're, they're better equipped to deal with stress. I'm not. I get easily overwhelmed. I don't want that. Many people will make decisions um, where. They'll agree that yes, it's going to be stressful. It's going to make them worry a lot. It's not going super satisfying. But they decide that some another value is much more important to me. For me, I will rarely make that call. I, to me, the this sort of calm, um, simple, satisfying uh, life uh, with uh, few sort of bad emotions all around that I can avoid. To me, that is really important. Yeah, uh, I'm, I totally get that. It's, uh, uh, it's something that I also uh, kind of share, but not that much. I have a few caveats to that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Uh, number three, um, and by the way, the, the order of the list is not that important. Um, it's I haven't ordered, it's just uh, in the order that I, I came up with it. Uh, number, but number three is um, control. Uh, the 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 sense of the ability to change things, uh, and I, I need to clarify that by control I mean agency, not authority. Uh, I couldn't care less about like agency is um, the power to change things. Authority is the public recognition of the power. Uh, I don't care about authority. I, I couldn't care less. Uh, I don't care exactly. what what people think. Uh, but the the sense that I that when I see things around me that are not are not that good. Uh, the sense that I, I can change things is important to me. So it's important to me to feel like I can change myself. Um, the, the sense of self-sufficiency um, is important to me. I, I really dislike the feeling of being dependent on others. Um, I, I, I like to do things myself 
and learn to do new things so I can do them myself um, more than most people. Yeah, I, I totally share that. And and you know that I do. I mean, I, yeah. I don't care for the authority of being the CEO, the boss or whatever. I To to, to that much extent that I know as a, as a sane human being, I might like it too much to be recognized. That's why I try to avoid any kind of recognition, like, you know, credit, mm-hmm. like, for example, you know, the most creative peer person in the world or whatever, the richest person or whatever, like whatever kind of things they would throw at me. Yeah. Um, and that's why I also try not to get involved into too much public speaking because mm-hmm. I, 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 I want to only speak where I can really influence people. Uh, yeah. I really, you know, get the message across but not be recognized as the major thought leaders, like a major mm-hmm. thought leader. Yeah. I don't give a crap about that, really. So so I totally share that. I, I want the control of being able to influence things, to influence other people's thinking or, or stimulate other people's thinking, but not mm-hmm. in, a, in, a author, uh, in, in an authoritarian kind of way. Uh, but, but yes, I, I completely um, share that with you, the control thing, yes. Yeah, I also um, give a caveat that that this sense this uh, sense that I, I I need to have a sense of control and needs to be uh, moderated. That's also to be recognized that because control is ultimately illusory. Like I yes. don't have full control of myself, and I certainly don't have uh, that much control about the environment around me. Uh, and there's always a risk that um, uh, by becoming a control freak. Uh, you become arrogant, and that's not something uh, I want. So just yeah. to caveat that it's something that I'm aware that I need to moderate in myself, but in healthy doses, uh, it's important to me, and I think very healthy. We know that about you. So whenever we have a, a, a discussion on design fight, uh, we know how to handle that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right. Um, no, number four, uh, sort of related, is um, no bullshit. <laughs> okay, and you also know that about me. I oh, yeah. question everything. Okay, that that's what I do. That's what I am, and I'm allergic to bullshit. I can't stand it. Most people can tolerate it. I cannot. Uh, I just want to do my own thing. This is a really difficult trait to have. Uh, I I if if you're a no bullshit person, you're going to have a hard time at school and you're not going to fit very well in most companies. Um, so I'm very lucky to be in one uh, where my no bullshit attitude uh, is uh, tolerated and even uh, encouraged. Um, but, you know, like to many people, that would be um, seen as a uh, personality flaw. And to some extent, it is just like to the extent to which I'm allergic to bullshit. Uh, but it's like... Um, when recognizing things about um, like that in yourself, um, and and this is something I really liked uh, mentioned in uh, the book um, Better Than Before by Gretchen Rubin that I just started reading. Like there are certain uh, common differences between different sorts of people, and the most successful ones uh, are those who recognize them and take best advantage uh, of them. So uh, a thing a thing like that, and and you know, similar things about me. I don't, I've learned to not necessarily uh, treat as, as flaws, though I might try to improve of them on them uh, over time, but find an environment where this is not a, a bad thing, but rather a, a great advantage. Uh, and to me, like being in the right company uh, is useful to, to be allergic to bullshit. And also being an engineer, um, doing design, things like that, 
um, having an eye for bullshit is really important because you'll you'll recognize things that are right and things that are just wrong and people many people will be happy about them I won't uh, and and so when moderated I think it pushes me to do the right things uh, but it's also something that I need to know about myself that there are many paths in life that I will never take because I couldn't live with them I, I just that there are Industries, there are um, companies, there are, there are ways of doing things that are appealing to many people. But I realized that they're so filled with bullshit that I could not stand it. Yeah, and uh, and sometimes when when we discuss, uh, this is kind of annoying because you detect bullshit in things that, for example, for me wouldn't be that much of a bullshit. Uh, but then it pushes me to reevaluate things and sometimes you have to back down and decide okay mm -hmm. well we'll have to deal with that i don't like it i wouldn't use that but 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 you agree with that that it's, that that, our, that the intention is not bad but for mm -hmm. us it, we have to think again if so so this helps me like this having having you do that helps me not take not take things for granted but think you know twice before applying a known you know recipe or known um, way of solving uh, ideas. Yeah, exactly. Uh, number five, uh, simplicity. Uh, so again, a thing, a thing that many, maybe most people would nod their head at, uh, but to me, um, it's just the, the, the way my brain is wired is I'm easily overwhelmed by things. Uh, probably also, the, you know, on a neurological level, while I'm introverted, it's just a lot of stimuli um, are too much for me, right? Um, and I'm also naturally lazy. Uh, and so because of that, because I'm easily overwhelmed, I need to be selective about the things I care about uh, because there's only so many things I can expand my mental energy on. And so uh, that's why... And that's particularly why, more than other people, I, uh, you know, strive for building structure for myself, come up with sort of systems, tools, habits, tricks, mind hacks, uh, automation, things like that, to strip all the non-essential things from my life, because I know that I just, I mentally cannot juggle that many things at once. And so... All the things, the non-essential things for me that I can simplify, that I can get rid of, that I can automate, delegate, etc. Uh, that's mental energy I have for other things. That for me is very limited. And so um, there's there's many things that I will simplify on. And again, a quick example for how that influences your decision is, um, for example, um, there are many things that um, I could do that would be more efficient in terms of um, money, that I could spend less money by doing things differently. But, and, you know, at, at, you could feel bad about it that, I'm, you know, you're spending money on X, but I, I decided that for for many, not most areas, as long as overall I'm reasonable, there are many things for which I am perfectly willing and happy to spend extra money on, because even though it might seem in a, like not essential to others, to me, it simplifies life. And and I can put my more of my mental energy for, for example, learning new things that then causes me to be able to afford it. Yeah, I... Um... I'm totally here with you and uh, with the simplicity. And for me, um, the whole thing of having less stuff, less clutter, mm -hmm. it's really helpful. I I don't thrive 
in an uncluttered in a, in a cluttered environment i thrive in a clean environment that's why for me uh, knowing how many clothes i have and how many shoes i have i i they are they're like simple things but for me this is joy i i like it like this you know i don't need another pair of jeans unless i need them you know and mm-hmm. and and I, I like i don't fancy them i need if i need it i need it uh, but if i don't I don't, and that's why for me, when we, whenever we go shopping with my wife, <laughs> there's this kind of. I mean, my wife is very reasonable. That's not, not. That's not that she's like spending and buying and things. But but she enjoys shopping, like seeing what's out there. Mm-hmm. I am closed to these options because if I have things, I don't need more. Why would yeah. I entertain anything else? So so that's why f- uh, I I totally ag- uh, get it. And again what you said uh, i mean we are very similar in that that i also enjoy these workflows these simplifications these reducing barrier of entry to anything i can so for me this is like a major thing to always reduce the barrier of entry because if i have this reduced i i'm more inclined to do it if it's a good habit i want to continue and pursue and um mm-hmm. Also, uh, that's, that's why, for example, I, I loved the, the book by Marie Kondo about an un, 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 uncluttering. And, and I loved it and I, I implemented it right away and I still follow it uh, by the rules. So it's, um, yeah, it's something I totally enjoy. Yeah, I, I got to read it. You have to. Yes. You're going to love it. Okay. And uh, the last but definitely not least uh, point is um, positive human connection. Um, what I mean by that is sort of um, I'm, I'm not willing to make choices that um that will put work above um other things um life is to be enjoyed and i want to have fun spend lots of time with people i'm close to people i trust uh but what i what i mean by that uh precisely uh, when saying positive human connection is um i it's very important in my life but in a certain way i am an introvert uh like to, to some people, some people tr- thrive when they're um, in a large group of people, when um, they constantly do this sort of high energy, fun things, you know, massive, crazy parties. Uh, to me, that, that's not the thing. I enjoy them in a sporadic manner, but as a, as a thing that um, sort of most consistently uh, makes me happy in life is this sort of calm, this this tranquil um, connection to people I'm really close to. But I would prefer, instead of a, a, a large group of people, uh, just one or two friends with whom I'll have a, a quality uh, conversation. Uh, that sort of human connection, to me, uh, is best. Yeah, I totally get that. But I am more of an extrovert in the sense. So I am, uh, I, and because I work from home, I actually seek uh, more more connection more more you know going out more you know um being in a bunch and but i'm discovering like within time i i, I mean i'm discovering that i also appreciate more like deeper connections so for example yeah. um now that i'm a little bit older i appreciate and and I actually schedule and and call on a regular basis a few very good friends and make sure that we don't lose that connection yeah. because I know how far, uh, how um, how difficult they are c- to come by. You know, like they're true good friends. And um, and recently, I had this uh, this epiphany when we um, when I'm here um, uh, trying to be more active in my children's school. Um, I noticed that some parents are behaving like in high school, so they want to be popular. They want to have more, you know, 
friends and stuff. And I talked to a friend who's also joined me in this in this uh, uh, in this endeavor there at school. And I told him, "Man, we are not there to make friends. We are there to work for for the good of our children. But I have enough friends. I don't need more." So, like, like I started to realize that uh, like you shouldn't be like in high school like all the time. Like, like at some point. You don't need more friends. What you need to push forward, you know, for some things to, to from legislation or whatever or you know rules, and even if somebody if it if it if it makes you unlikable from for some people, you shouldn't care. I mean, you know, your true friends know you, so you don't really need appreciation from other people who are not your friends. And by by saying that, what I'm saying is that for me, one of the values right now is this self confidence, uh, mm-hmm. that and and I think it's kind of luxury. Like in the sense that I know what I'm worth, you know, I'm no, I know I'm a good person. I know what I'm worth. If somebody doesn't want to spend time with me, I don't care. Like I have enough friends and I don't need to have to, to be, to be likable by somebody, you know? And, and I had to discover that the hard way, because when I was in high school, I wanted to be the popular guy. I wanted to be yeah. the, the, the popular person, to be liked by everyone. And very quickly, even in high school, I realized how stupid it was, how, how, how shallow it was. And, but now that I'm older, I see it even stronger. And I'm so happy that, that because that I, that I, that I, I have, you know, over the years, I have gathered this self-confidence that I don't need that, you know? If, and what, what, you, what you said, if somebody of bad energy is trying to be my acquaintance and is, is very often on my way or with me or you know in like and in my vicinity i i just recognize that and i do everything i can not to be talking to this person anymore like i don't i, I refuse i don't want to i don't need to because some people like try to um to keep up appearances, they try to, you know, let's maintain the contact because it's important or he's important or she's important or whatever. Or because, like, no, if this, uh, I'm going to be cordial, but I'm going to be just firm and I'm just gonna, not going to pursue a, a, a relationship with somebody who's just bad energy for me. Yeah. You know? And I love that, that that I can do it, you know, that I, I, that I recognize that I can do it and that I have the power to do it. So, based on that, one of my biggest you know, the most important things, but you alluded to it, but I would rephrase it differently, is the power of choice. Mm-hmm. I can choose what I want to do. I can choose what I want to be. I can choose where I sp- what I spend my time on. And for me, this it, 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 this is what, I, what, what you named control. For me, this mm-hmm. power of choice. I love that about my work and about, you know, that we are choosing what we're, you know, what we're pursuing. Of course, with choice, there come uh, problems that if I choose something, you know, incorrectly or if i pursue something which is you know not really productive then i will just be burned for a while but you know it will hurt it will be fine it's a feedback loop uh, but yeah. but the, the power of choice that i have this choice is amazing and i have this story when um, one of the customers uh, one of our ex-customers uh, they they were a big company and they wanted to cheat us into providing them with nosby account for like for for the cheap like they they wanted to pay almost nothing for a very big business account and and they threatened us with uh, with a lawsuit actually that uh, they have the right or whatever and they are the big customer or whatever they wanted to you know it was a power fight and maybe it works in big business and you know in the capitals of the city whatever i'm not big business 
we are a small Nasby business, we're a global, global company, but, but I'm not going to participate in that. So for me, it was such a pleasure to call the CEO of this company, call them, listen to them, and, 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 and realize this guy is for real. I mean, he really wants to cheat me and he knows it. And to tell him, you know, over the phone, I'm sorry, sir, you want to cheat me and you know it. You want to cheat me and I know it. So what are we talking about right now? I refuse to do business with you. I have refunded all your money and your, your, your account will be closed by the end of this week so you can migrate your data. Goodbye. And it was just liberating. It was just so much fun. I, I, that's why I, I keep telling this story because it was just my choice. I choose not to engage with this customer. Even though they could bring potentially me money or whatever or contacts, I don't care. This is a bad person. I don't want them. I don't need the money. And again, it's a luxury. I don't need this. I don't need this customer to survive. Like our company is fine. It's, it's fine enough. So I don't need, I can refuse a customer that's not right for us. And for me, this power of choice, this is like the best thing ever. All right. Okay, I have a list of a couple of things that are sort of anti-values, but uh, do you have other things uh, that you want to mention for your values? That uh, other things uh, that are really important to you, that are unique to you? Yes. So um, one of the things is uh, feedback. Uh, so the value of feedback. I uh, The feedback loops. We, 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 we were talking about it a lot on this show and the value of feedback. I... I, again, I refuse to call something a failure. I always call it a feedback. So mm -hmm. if something, if, if I make a mistake, it's a, it's a nice way of, of, of not beating myself up too much, right? So mm -hmm. because I make mistakes all the time. So whenever I make a mistake, I would normally be harsh on myself. So I would beat myself up. But now I've changed in a way that I approach everything as feedback. So for me, like, okay, I made a mistake lessons learned let's get what you know like like rafa would say you know lessons learned let's see what what we can learn from that and the value of feedback is very important especially that we learned in nosby how to do it through design fight through our feedback loops through our quarterly offsite through our you know weekly review tgif so this is for me also one of the best values because this helps me become a better person and thanks to the feedback because i know i make mistakes all the time i'm not perfect nobody is but I know I'm not. So, so thanks to the feedback loops, thanks to the value of feedback and appreciating feedback, I can become a better version of myself. All right, that's uh, that's something that's uh, really important to me as well. Uh, and I guess for me, it comes to um, to the category of, of of no bullshit and to control. Like um, mm -hmm. if um, if something is not quite right, if I did something quite well or someone else uh, it can be changed so you know not not that big of a deal yeah so um and and the last thing i wanted to mention because you know you already alluded to many of the things but for example one of the one of the values that i have is um well maybe not values but things i love is traveling mm. and uh and even though i have three kids now uh, looking at the 2018 calendar i'm gonna be traveling a lot and with the kids as well so, so um, I love that. I, and and as, again, as an extrovert who likes to meet people and, and see places, I, um, 
yeah, I love that. And I, I, and I already know that 2018 is going to be very nice year because of the travels that I'm going to have. So, um, and, and the connections I'm going to have with that and the connections with my family because we're going to travel as a family a lot. Um, there's a big, big uh, trip coming up for, for my family. So I'm really excited about it. And um, this way we can connect as a family better and we can see new things and uh, I can, you know, I don't feel to have this fear of you know missing out on things just because I have a family. Actually, I can see more things yeah. because I have a family. So it's great. Yeah, I, I named this values, but but actually it fits very well. Like it's it's a it's something that's sort of very particular to you that you really 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 enjoy it, and that is going to influence your decisions in life and in planning at the next year. That you're okay with that. That is really important to you. Uh, what is not really important to me. Uh, here's a longer list, but uh, but easier to to sort of list. Uh, many of that is is just the the, the other uh, side of the coin yeah. for the the, the positive uh, list. What I don't care about is money for its own sake. Uh, a lot of people do, and it motivates their action. To me, uh, money is important, but only in so far as it helps me with my other values. Uh, it's nice to have. Uh, enough money that you can simplify things that uh, you don't have to worry. Uh, you know, living from paycheck to paycheck would not be very good for me uh, emotionally because I I don't do very well when I'm constantly worried and, and stressed. Um, but also there are ways to make a lot more money. Uh, I could quit this job. I could find a job in Silicon Valley that would pay me four times as much. But so what? I would not enjoy it because of the other things. So money for its own sake? No. Um, I don't care about um, fame, authority, capital, P power in general, this sort of high life vision of success. Uh, that needs no explanation. Uh, I don't uh, want uh, um, sort of stress, fear, worries, or such negativity in life. Uh, of course, they're unavoidable and I'm okay with that, but I don't want to make choices where I know yeah, that's coming. that they're going to be very hard for me emotionally. Uh, if I can can see it and I know that I don't respond to it very well, I can make choices that avoid it. Uh, I don't care what people think. Now, that does require <laughs> an explanation. Um, so what, what I mean by that is um, a couple of caveats. Um, it is nice to have just a little recognition, just a little bit reputation. That, that's nice. If I think I built something nice and other people say, hey, it's nice, uh, that's nice. Okay, that, that that's healthy. Like if uh, just a tiny bit of, of, of praise is, is something uh, emotionally healthy uh, for people. But what I don't ever want to become, uh, and that is really uh, important to me and, and why I'm saying I don't care what people think, is uh, people get emotionally dependent on other people's appraisal. Uh, they become addicted to uh, external motivation. And I don't want that. Uh, also, uh, what I mean by I don't care what people think is I want to do my own thing based on my own values, what I care about. Um, and not go through the path other, other people expect me to follow. Uh, for example, uh, everybody expected me to go to college, but I decided that it's not for me. And I don't regret it, and I, I refuse to feel bad about it and have to explain myself other than for intellectual pleasure <laughs> why I, I did that. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, so I don't care what, what, what people think in, in those respects, uh, but the third caveat is... Um, it is important to 
and not become blind to it, right? Like it, it, when I say what I don't care what people think, I mean it in a sort of healthy, balanced uh, way. But so a lot of people don't care what other people think uh, so hard that they become arrogant, they become assholes, and they're super blind to it. They they can't see it. I don't want to become that either. So three stories. Uh, first of all, uh, you're totally right. We have to watch out not to be arrogant. So really to make sure that, you know, if if people you care about say something about you because they care about you, ah, then, exactly. then you do care mm-hmm. what they think because they do it out of genuine, exactly. you know, uh, curiosity or genuine uh, uh, concern. Mm-hmm. So, so this is really important. The genuine concern of other people that you you don't uh, refuse that because uh, this is some problem people have that when they reject, uh, they even reject opinion of concern. You know, and that's why, for example, in mm-hmm. some cases, I'm sure that when people asked you why you, you wouldn't go to college, it was it wasn't to judge you or to or to laugh at you, but it was out of concern. You know, for your mm-hmm. future, for your yeah, and and, and, you, and, I'm okay and then, okay, with that. then you can discuss why you chose, why it was a conscious choice. It was like with me, like we had this discussion um, uh, uh, when you were going to call, uh, when you were not going to college, and I was trying to convince you to think better of it. Uh, but uh, I wasn't judgmental. I was just trying to, you know, show you my point and sell you the college. Um, I, I, I'm I'm pretty good salesman, but this sale didn't go through, and uh, it was fine. You know, it was your choice, and I knew it was your choice when you when you said that. Yeah, but but I, I I appreciate it very much, and it it gave me a lot to think about. Um, it's it's just that ultimately, it's going to be exactly. my own decision. Like I'm I'm okay with people uh, questioning, uh, people who are concerned. I'm going to listen to that. I'm going to consider that. Uh, but I refuse to be put in a situation where it's you know it's it's their way or or, or mine when it's about yeah it's their way or the highway right and and uh, yeah, and second story that. second story. Recently, because uh, uh, recently, like a, f- a, f- a few years back, we did a renovation of our house, and um, mm-hmm. friends came over, and uh, Elena, my wife, she was somewhere else, and then she came later, and then I already gave them the, the tour because they wanted to sh- to see the, the renovation what we did, um, and then after they left, my wife was like, "So what they were thinking? What 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 did they think about the renovation?" And I was like, thinking, "What kind of question is that? I I don't really care what they think. I love mm-hmm. it." I love my new house. So I really, like, for me, I was showing them because they were curious. So I wanted to show them, you know, why we did this renovation because they were curious, they asked for it. But I didn't really, <laughs> I didn't seek their approval or their, you know, their, like, I didn't care because I love the house exactly. I have now. So, <laughs> so really for me, I didn't, I didn't care if they loved it or not. <laughs> like, I couldn't care less. I wanted just to, I, I, to show them, you know, the house because they asked for it. That's it. So for me, this question of my wife was like, I don't know, but I think they liked it. <laughs> and that's it, you know, like, <laughs> because I think this is healthy. I, 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 if we do something like that, like mm-hmm. an innovation of a house, we do it for ourselves, not for others. I didn't do it for show. I did, I did it for me. You know, I wanted to have a nicer house. And it was, it was actually um, kind of... Um, Luxury, because we didn't need to do this kind of renovation, but I wanted it because I wanted a few things better. And if I could do it and I can have it better and I can enjoy it every day, I don't care what other people th- people think. If they think that this is the worst idea ever, I don't care. I love it every day. Yeah, exactly. That's that is what I meant by I don't care what All people right. think. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't care about uh, work above all else. Uh, work is important to me and and also because of that and because it gives me a lot of intellectual um, pleasure um, there there is sort of um, 
a a a um, a risk that you accidentally trap yourself in at a job or in a career where it's all about your job and I don't want that uh, I don't want that because it's too much for me it's wrong for me and it just sounds boring like a, a a good balance is what I enjoy a lot really good work and really good non-work and you say this to my face uh, <laughs> yeah exactly uh, <laughs> next up um, what I what I don't care about what I'm what I'm not is I'm not a um, hedonist I'm a um, I'm a stoic so I, I don't I don't care about um, this view of sort of fun this endless pursuit of, of, of pleasure like this you know again like uh, doing crazy shit all the time uh, you know that stuff it doesn't excite me like uh, a lot of things that to other people sound really fun to me it's like yeah maybe maybe once but uh, to me this uh, continuous sort of tranquility instead of this more hedonistic look at um, sort of joy and, and pleasure and fun that's more, more, more appealing to me and then uh, what I don't want is uh, I don't want to sit around doing nothing not changing or improving uh, this is a really sort of scary uh, vision of, of of life for me I, I I see people who are who are like that who became like that and to me, that's terrifying, right? This not improving. Uh, to me, change, novelty, continuous improvement of myself is super fun and super exciting. And I don't, I don't want to lose that. Um, another thing that uh, people often uh, become is they become arrogant assholes and blind to it, or just assholes. Uh, again, not something um, I want to become. And and. Um, Oftentimes, by making uh, choices, directions in life, you make that more likely. Uh, so that's something I, uh, I want to watch out for. And the last item on my list is I don't want to succumb to my worst qualities, my worst traits. Um, so what I, um, I can be is I can be lazy, disconnected from people, arrogant, addicted, unhealthy, and riddled with self-guilt. Uh, most of the time, I'm very few or none of these things. But sometimes I, I can be all of, all of those things. I'm I'm saying that because um, like there is in me and in I think in in all or most of us uh, these these sort of um, you know we all have our our, our demons that uh, sometimes show up and uh, we're not always the best version of ourselves. And to me, that's sort of um, that, that's sort of scary. That's a terrifying thought. Again, to, to see people who were not like that, but but became like that, and you know, they they can't get up from that. And I I know that I can be some of these things, and um, I don't want to succumb to that. Right. I, that, that's why I always want to keep keep improving and keep um, sort of keep journaling, keep uh, doing my, my reviews because I want to keep a check on, on myself uh, because sometimes I I can become that person that sits around watching TV shows uh, all day long and it's like, it's sad, man, don't do that. Um, so I don't want to make choices in life that make that more likely. And that's my list. Like re Recently I saw a few people like that that they were not moving forward at all and for me, 
it also pains me to see that and uh, to see that people don't appreciate you know self development as much as I do, <laughs> or at the or even in, in even to yeah. a certain degree, you know, to just a little bit, you know, and. But then again, I I don't want to be that guy who just you know forces their own opinion on them, and so. Uh, but on the other hand, I sometimes feel like you know mm-hmm. if I can say something, you know, something not insulting, but something that could motivate them. I had this um, this situation. There was a funny situation uh, uh, recently when the the priest came to uh, like you know in Poland priests visit um, uh, houses you know at that time of the year and he visited our our home in in, in Gdynia and he um, uh, and he was just asking about things and he was asking about our girls and uh, and our um, we were of course proud parents saying you know our girls they are so brilliant they go to this English school so they speak fluent English and then and, and Spanish and Polish so they have three languages like that you know and no duolingo necessary they just speak like this speak it like, like that and he was like oh I need to I need to leave I'm really I can so I can uh, because I'm, I'm, I'm feeling uh, I, 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 I'm gonna get a depression right now and I said you shouldn't be depressed you should be inspired and he was like yeah. you're right I totally, I, to- I totally took it wrong I, sh- I should be inspired by that not depressed you're totally right so like people are taking the wrong approach you know and that's why that's why uh, inspiration I think is also one of the things I like I enjoy and mm. I need uh, all the time even though I I can you know totally self you know inspire myself but I still need that inspiration but <laughs> and I want to also inspire others so very often I'm kind of disappointed if my message um whatever whatever I do but whatever I do if my message is kind of interpreted like like I'm showing off or I'm just trying to prove that I'm better and I, I completely mm. don't see that way. Whenever I'm I'm talking about some kind of ideas, some you know some you know new productivity tricks um, that I just managed to you know master or like new like whatever we discuss here, uh, I'm not telling this to show mm-hmm. off. I'm telling this you know I got this. You can get it too. I mean you know they, 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 you know we can try that too, right? I'm trying to inspire others, and I I hate it when somebody when, when some people take it the wrong way. Um, yeah, but of course, yeah, it's yeah. also the, the question of presentation. Maybe sometimes the way I'm saying it is not right. But sometimes they're just like that. They just maybe it's feedback. Maybe yeah. it's feedback exactly. But sometimes they're just like like that like that. They they just refuse to get inspired. They decide, you know, this guy, this Michael, he's you know he thinks he's the king of the world, like you know whatever. But that's not the point. And um, so I, I for me, inspiration, both inspiring others and getting inspired, is also very important. Yeah, on on the podcast where we have sort of a a very um, lightweight form and we just say what we think and we have plenty of time, I think it might be easier if people actually listen to the whole thing because perhaps half of the whole shows is talking about our failures, about the things we're not things are we're exactly. not good at and and the amazing insights are actually things that to most people are neither amazing nor novel nor none of that it's us coping <laughs> that's all exactly it's us coping yeah it's us coping yeah, so yeah so let's hope let's see how we cope uh, in the next year in this new 2018 2018 <laughs> we're gonna cope in yeah. this new year yeah uh just to quickly sort of summarize this um to me, this exercise was was very um, very clarifying uh, because based on that, I I can I can make choices on on what I work on, 
uh, what I don't. I cut out a lot of things. And um, self-knowledge is is key. And to me, like practicing reflection through journaling every week uh, on my weekly review, and we'll get back to that in a couple of weeks, is super important because a lot of things... Um, we think we know about ourselves, like actually take a lot of time to sort of discover in, in, in ourselves. And as for these values and, and, and these things, um, it's important to go out of your comfort zone. Uh, there are things that are, are flaws that are worth uh, working on. Uh, our flaws are worth moderating and it shouldn't be used as an excuse to to not do anything, to see that, oh, this is just the way I am and uh, I want to change. But having said that, with, with this super important caveat, it's also very useful to embrace who you are because oftentimes our flaws are our flaws are flaws in, in certain contexts only. Um, often our, our traits can be viewed as flaws in certain environments, but uh, often people don't discover the other side of the coin, how their traits can be actually super useful if they create a life for themselves, pick a, a, a job, uh, sort of thinking about things in a certain way that is um, conducive to, to that, um, that trait being actually very useful.